All right, and welcome to the latest edition of the Fancy Fellows. We're doing a uh, Wednesday, a Tuesday afternoon drinking podcast. <laughs> Hello, yeah, no, it's awesome. This is pretty. I have no job. I'm currently unemployed, which is amazing. Um, and why not drink on like uh, Wendy Williams is over? It's like a post Wendy Williams drink. <laughs> and right? for those, yeah, yeah, and uh, so tell the listener, Paul, you actually have a job starting on Tuesday next week. Yeah. No, yeah. So like after Memorial Day. Yeah. So I'm not, I, I am, well, but technically I am right now. I'm unemployed. Like if you said, Paul, what do you do for a living? I'd be like, uh, nothing right now. Yeah. But that's only, you know, going to last for like five days. Right? I, I know. But I'm, I, so <laughs> I've been dating this chick and I had to like leave her place this morning and the, the, she was going to work and I was coming home and I was like stuck in like commuting traffic and I just felt like the biggest piece of shit. Like I'm commuting home. <laughs> oh. like <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, i'm a big piece of shit i don't commute to work i commute home oh well so anyway so for those of you listening it's four o'clock essentially west yeah, coast time so it's not like noon so for those of you counting at home yeah so we're not total alcoholics we um we're just we're to, we're we have a problem we're working on it yeah. we're working on it so we actually have a good show for you we're actually going to discuss uh about eight or nine players and uh, so, first of all, I, wa- I want to talk about Matt Carpenter because um, I-, I play in NF- I play in NFPC, and that's a league where you have um, fourteen active hitters, and you have uh, nine pitchers, and you have a bench of seven with twelve teams in it. So that's like three hundred and sixty players. And last week he was dropped, mm. and I was like, okay, well, obviously he's gotten off to another bad start, like like he did last year. And I was like, why is he available? And I was like, okay. And I looked at his at his stats, and I was like, there's nothing really wrong with him. So I was like, okay. And also that's a league where you play with Fab, so free mm-hmm. agent acquisition budget. So you everyone has the same amount, which is like a thousand bucks for the entire year. So I was like, holy shit, this guy. You know, I think he I think he's fine, and. um uh, you know, I, you know, actually, what do you think about Matt Carpenter? Let's go with that first. I like him. I think he's fine. Um, he's still in the ball really hard. He's striking out more, but I think that comes with age. Mm-hmm. And I think that the only thing that's going to affect is the batting average. So I think 241 is probably kind of what he is rather than, you know, a 270 guy like he used to be before, but he still absolutely smokes the ball. I think his home run to fly ball rate is a little low with how hard he hits it. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm in on the power, but I'm kind of selling the batting average. But OVP leagues, I think it's straight cash. What do you think? Yeah, I think so too. I think like um, I don't think the 270 here we we saw for the first or the like the last from no, 2014 but, to 16 is coming back. No, because he's changed, right? He became he's changed from becoming like a really good leadoff hitter to he's a power hitter now. He's mm-hmm. changed. So where do you have him? Obviously, okay. So he has first base, second base, and third base eligibility this year, which yeah, is awesome. Yeah, baby. Now, but, I mean, he's basically a Struble. He's a better version of a Struble. Yeah. So I mean, like among second basemen, just off the top of your head, is he like a top twelve second baseman from this point uh, forward? Probably. Right. I ha- I have him over Ian Kinsler. Yeah. If that means anything, and Ian Kinsler's probably around that range for me. But the thing is that so anyway, I think we I think most people would agree that he's at at, at his floor. Is probably a top 15 second baseman, top 15 first baseman around there, right? Yeah, because the talent is obviously still there, and he's actually heating up recently. He's I, got, like, what, four multi-hit performances in his mm-hmm. last six? Yeah, so. he, like, his batting average went, like, from, like, 180 to, like, 210, like, in five days. So, but um, but the thing is that, so I saw all this, and I was like, okay, so I have, like, you know, I'm in third place, and I've had tons of injuries, but uh, I'm still holding in there. And I was like, oh, I could really use Matt Carpenter. And um, 
So I was, I was debating which kind of, uh, how much to bid for him on, in terms of fab money. And I decided to spend $400 of my, of my thousand. So 40% of my fab budget mm-hmm. was allocated to him because this is a league where in a 12 team league in that format, 360 players are rostered. There's oh, no wow. way you can find a, you know, a top 15 first baseman, you know, for free for the most. I mean, yeah. unless someone gets called up and stuff like that, but like, um, so I put it in at $400 and the next highest bid was 43. Oh, you blew him out of the water. Well, he's not sexy anymore. I think that's the problem. And, and that's why he got cut. He's just not sexy. Yeah. And I was just wondering, like, I was like, really? No one wants this guy. Like, you, like if you need, everyone can use the second baseman who hits, you know, 25, maybe 20 to 25 home runs. Like, who doesn't want that? With mm-hmm. who can probably score 90 runs? Hey. And he gets on base like a mofo, and that I mean he he's he scored, he's a runs machine. I I don't want to put the, the the runs number on him, but he's gotten eighty runs every year, including twenty sixteen when he was hurt, and and over a full season he's averaging like ninety five runs. So yeah, so this is easily a you know, so so he's a runs you know in terms of runs scored he's like a a tier you know a top tier player. The power is good. The batting average may like be maybe wishy washy, but like. I don't know, but I, I don't know. I was just very surprised that no one wanted him. Yeah, no, so. he's really good. I, I'm still in. Yeah, I so. would still buy low, but I think the window might be closing because how hot he's been recently. But yeah. he's a really good hitter. Yeah. So, what do you think from this point forward? Uh, is he like over under on the batting average of two two forty five? I'm gonna put under. Yeah, but not because right? the strikeouts are going up. Mm-hmm. He's get. I mean, he's getting worse, right? I, I think he's aging, and that's normal. But he's mm-hmm. still really good. Mm-hmm. I think I think he's uh I think from this point forward he's like a two I think he's like a two forty hitter that hits maybe twenty bombs. That's still and but with good counting totals. Oh yeah. No, I think he you know, I think he finishes the year with like maybe seventy RBI and like eighty five runs. I could see him going eighty eighty. Yeah, I could see that too easily. So mm-hmm. I think he's I don't know why no one wanted him, but all right. I just want to make sure that I'm not just crazy and thinking that Matt Carpenter No, all- he's he's not done. I th- do you think people think he's done? Like he's not done. Well, I mean, these are people that paid 500 bucks to play in a league, so they have to be somewhat committed, right? And uh, yes. to think that, well, I don't know, that's a lot of money to me. So um, you would think that, you know, you have 12 smart people who have that kind of money that would think would evaluate him. but Yeah. Well, when you look at who else is on the waiver wire, he probably stands out like, like exactly. probably that's, six out. Yeah. That's why I had, my bid was so high because I wanted to make sure I got him because I thought someone would bid maybe 20 to 30% of their fab, but I didn't think that no one would. Yeah, no one wanted him, so I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so moving on. So speaking of another hitter, on the opposite end, uh, Brandon Brandon Belt has been extremely hot lately, and he has how many home runs does he have right now? He has like a lot, right? He has eleven home runs. Yeah. So he's averaged uh, eighteen the last three years. So what do you think about Brandon Belt? Is this how, how legitimate is this? I I don't think it is. Brandon Belt. I think he's great. I think Brandon Belt's kind of underrated. I think he's really good. He's not going to be like a batting average total drain. I think he's probably around a 260 hitter, but I don't believe the power is this. I mean, he plays in one of the worst environments, uh, and he, it, we've seen a small sample, so I understand he's hitting the ball a little bit harder this year, but I don't harder. know if I – Yeah, he's, no, he is hitting it harder, and I, I'm giving him that. I don't think we're going to see 30 home runs, though. I think he's going to finish – you know he's never hit 20 before in a season? Oh, I know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think we might see like 27, 28. I don't think we're going to get to 30. 
You know his five ball rate is like 50% according to fans. Yeah, but it, it has been high in the past, though. And he has major injury issues. Well, he's any more line drives, though. So you know, the five ball rate is, you know, it's still higher. But like last year, he would hit the ball on the ground a lot. He's not even hitting the ball on the ground a lot. He's more of a, uh, um, what's that, uh, launch angle guy now. Does he finish the year with more or less than 28.5 home runs? Under. Ooh. Well, the injury, man, he's never healthy, right? Well, I mean, he got hit in the head with the fastball. What do you want from him? But, I mean, that's like not the first time he's gotten concussions. If that was the first time, and granted, I know it's kind of a freak thing, but he's always banged up. I don't buy, and then he had the thumb thing a few years ago. No, I'm kind of, I'm, I'm nervous about Brandon Belt. That was in 2015, I, right? The thumb thing. That was like oh, three or four years ago. Yeah, but that's still something. I mean, that still means something to me. That I mean, that kind of thing happened. All right, so all right, so if you if you're if you need a first baseman, who do you want, Matt Carpenter, or do you want Brandon Belt? Probably Brandon Belt, Ooh. just because the batting average I think is going to be better, and I think the counting stats might be a little bit mm-hmm. better because where he's hitting in that lineup. Why isn't he batting second? Because uh, bat- Bruce Bochy isn't the best. They're batting him fifth a lot, and they're batting him like fourth is okay, but like why isn't he just batting second? Because he gets on base too much for them. And and they they love Andrew McCutcheon. Just bat him fourth, just you know, or just bat him lead off, you know. Just put your top four hitters and then just bat him I, all I in a row. I want him lead off. I, I honestly, Posey probably should be leading off. Yeah, I actually I would love to have Posey lead off. That'd be awesome. That'd be really out of the box thinking. He hits on base a ton. Doesn't have too much power. I mean, mm-hmm. he just doesn't steal. That's the only knock against yeah. him. But they're the, the starting. I don't know. Is it like like. Uh, like Blanco batting second, and then you have Belt batting fifth. I'm like, what the fuck are you doing? It might they might be trying to like do the lefty righty thing. Who gives a shit? I don't know. I, I, I'm just trying to rationalize it. Yeah, but uh, all right. So I mean, wait. I'm pulling up roster resource. I want to see what his uh, brand Belt's been hitting. Let's see lately. Oh, he's he's been a beast. He's batting fourth. Okay, I don't mind that. But they're batting Gregor Blanco leadoff sometimes. And Gorgas Hernandez, what the fuck are you doing? Here we go. Well, the Giants aren't going to win anyway this year. Just bat Posey, put McCutcheon lead off in the belt, then, po- then Posey. Uh, anyway, yeah. right, let's move on. Dude, I, I miss Prime McCutcheon, man. I miss him so much. He was coming. one of my favorites with the dreads. Making Oh, I loved him so much. Well, he's never coming it's, back. So No, I know it's not, but it's like. It's like sad. He's not that old. I it's bet close. he gets a one-year deal for like 10 million bucks, and that's it. I would take that if I were the A's. I wouldn't. No, he's like a two-win player. Um, actually, speaking of that, I think Dustin Fowler is a better hitter or better player next year than McCutcheon. So, speaking about Dustin Fowler, what do you think about him? He's now in, he's in the majors now. Like Blue Powell's on the DL for being bad. So, oh, he's wh- not coming back too. He lost his job. Oh, I know. So, what are you doing with um? Dustin Fowler. Now, I think what they're doing is that they're kind of putting him in the leadoff sometimes, and then yeah, in the eighth or I think ninth. against against righties, I think he's batting. Uh, well, Matt, it used to be Matt Joyce, mm-hmm. and it doesn't look like it's him right now because against the Blue Jays, I remember Fowler got a game leading off. Um, I kind of like Fowler. He's a he's not hurt anymore. He's clearly fast. That's mm-hmm. I, that's by watching him. And trust me, I've spent enough of my ass. My ass is on the couch enough to watch him. He can still move his ass around those bases. So <laughs> he's got he's clearly got some power. He's definitely got the speed, and he doesn't strike out a ton. I like him for like a two sixty batting average, at least. And then with some power and some speed. What do you think? 
I think this is a um, Ender Inciarte starter kit. Ooh. Okay, I think maybe a little bit less speed, a little more power. But you know what I mean? Like, I, I see him, at least in, you know, in, in 2018, 2019, I see like more like 2016 Ender Inciarte type of, I mean, it was maybe with a little bit more power and a little bit less steals, but I think this is a starter kit for Ender Inciarte. So I think Dustin Fowler is going to be really good. I, the only thing that has to happen is that he's walking a lot. So if he, if it, once he gets positive regression in a BABIP and he hits, you know, 260, he's going to have like a 350 on base. And then, you know, if that happens, he's leading oh. off. I don't know about the 350 on base, just because I, I think his walk rate's going to be closer to 5%. Well, it's, it's 12% now, though. But that's uh, 34 at-bats. Mm. I, I mean, that's four, that's four walks. I know, but, you know, but, well, it's hard for me to judge him because he only, he only had, like, what, 50 games in AAA last year. So, like, I don't know what to make of him, but he did hit in AAA. No, but, you know, he's a, he's a good hitter, but mm-hmm. he just doesn't walk that much. And part of that is because his contact is so good. Mm-hmm. Um, because he doesn't have you – know, he's swinging strike rate right now. Again, small sample. It's 4%. Yeah. So he doesn't swing and miss, and you're not going to walk. It, it's the Ichiro effect a little bit, right? If if, Ichiro, if something was in the strike zone, Ichiro was going after it, and he was mm-hmm. probably going to hit it, which is why he didn't walk. I think by the uh, – after starting in August, when Matt Joyce and Jed Lowry are gone, I think that Dustin Fowler is the leadoff hitter. Yeah, I, I agree. I, I, they like Dustin Fowler, and A, his defense is excellent, which will keep him in the lineup regardless. All right, so what uh, is he like? A, do you think he's like if he played a full year this year? Is he a twenty twenty guy? I don't know about the twenty. Uh, mate, you know that's the thing is is I feel like one of those is going to be like at fifteen, and then the other could be at twenty five. I just don't know which yet. You know, because we we haven't just haven't seen. He's clearly got some power. Does he have the energy to steal these bases? I, I don't know what to make of him quite yet, right? Because I, I think one of the tools is going to overshadow the other a little bit. I just don't know which one. Yeah, I think the the speed is probably more legitimate, I think. I mean, I don't know. See, I mean, it's all about his knee, right? I don't know how his well, knee no, feels. I, I think his knee is 100%. He, he is motoring around those bases. He's He's been aggressive. He has three mm-hmm. steal attempts in 10 games. I'm, right. I'm I'm in on uh, I'm in on the health. If health is a concern, I w- it it shouldn't be a concern. All right. So from this point forward, do you want uh, Dustin Fowler or uh, Odubel Herrera? Uh, probably Odubel. Okay. But I'm not a big Odubel guy. Okay. What about uh, Dustin Fowler or Denard Spann? Fowler. Okay. You no, know me and Spann. Well, I mean, I know, but Spann has actually been. He's a top thirty outfielder. This year, so he's nothing to sneeze at. I don't buy it though at all. I know we talked about that last week. So for yeah. those of you who want to know, last week we talked about Denard Span. Um. Okay. Uh. What about? Oh. Okay. Dustin Fowler or Chris Taylor of the Dodgers? Chris Taylor. Oh, okay. I, I still buy Chris Taylor. I'm I'm in on Chris Taylor. Okay. And Chris Taylor has a lot of eligibility. Okay, but I, I still think I think for me, uh, first of all, I was not a Chris Taylor guy anyway. But I think Dustin Fowler is better than. Really? It's straight up? For Yeah, for fantasy, yeah. I think the only thing that, that Chris Taylor has is that maybe he's batting higher up in the lineup. But I think, Yeah, no, that's a bit. He has 31 runs so far. Yeah. I think the only – I think in terms of – if you put Dustin Fowler on the Dodgers, right, then he has way more value than Chris Taylor does. You know what I mean? Like, but he, yeah, he's got to also hit third for the – third and like first for the Dodgers. Yeah, so. I think the raw skill is way better with Fowler. How about that? Uh. Maybe more. I don't even know about more upside. Chris Taylor had a pretty banging year last year. Oh no, I think he has a severe downside. That's why I think I'm not high on him. But so does Fowler. I, 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 
I agree. I like. I, I think we just disagree on Taylor a little bit. I, I was a Taylor guy coming into this year. Yeah, I think Dustin Fowler is like a fringe top fifty outfielder. Okay, that seems about right to me from this point forward. If he plays a full year or the rest of the year, he's a top fifty ish. Yeah, I, I agree because of the speed. I mean, if he steals twenty bases and has seventy runs, he's going to sneak in there anyway. Yeah, I mean, he has two. He's, he's he has two stolen bases in ten games. Yeah, know? yeah. So I don't know. I think he could actually be sneaky for twenty to twenty five. So. All right, so moving on. Let's see, we talked about Bill. Okay, so I wanted to get your thoughts on Alex Reyes because he is, when he comes off the DL, the Cardinals GM has said that he is going to be starting for the Cardinals once he comes off the DL. So what do you think about Alex Reyes, his fantasy value this year as well as uh, next year and moving forward? Um, I'm optimistic, but I'm also a little bit cautious just because his control wasn't great before Tommy John and after Tommy John, it doesn't magically get better like this. So I'm a little bit nervous about him, but I, I do see the upside and I see the appeal. However, I think someone else in your league is going to go way more overboard than I ever would. Mm-hmm. So what, what do you think? Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, I think he's going to have an up and down. He's, he's basically like a, a like Carl, he's like kind of like what Carlos Martinez, but like far worse. Um, but the raw stuff is really good. That's the thing. Oh, but- it is. But uh, people, like, yeah, he stuck out 13 guys in, in, in double A the other day, which is amazing. That, I mean, that's excellent to see. That's what you want to see out of him. Mm-hmm. But when he throws 100 miles an hour and mm-hmm. has the nice stuff, like, and the really good curveball and a nice changeup, that's, he, he's better. And he's 20, he's going to be 24. So he's mm-hmm. not like 21 or 20 anymore. Yeah. So you expect that. I think this is the year where the Cardinals give him, you know, maybe 120 innings. And, uh, and then they shut him down. But I think, like, what about for next year, though? Like, suppose he pitches this year, he gets his 100, you know, 100 to 150 innings, and he pitches, you know, relatively okay. Do you want Alex Reyes or do you want Walker Buehler of the Dodgers? Uh, probably Walker Buehler. Yeah. For me, it's not even close, uh, for, uh, Buehler, to be honest. Okay. Well, I know you're a big Buehler guy. What about, what about Luke Weaver? In a shallow format, give me Alex Reyes. But if I'm in a 15 team mixed league, I want, um, yeah, I want the, uh, Weaver. Okay. Yeah. Makes sense. I think the, the one thing I have with Reyes is like he has, um, Matt Moore syndrome where like he, the stuff was always good, but like this is obviously pre TJ for Matt Moore, but like he just walks way too many guys. Like it's super hard to be successful when you walk. You know, I, like I think the only one that comes to mind that was successful for a few years was Tyson Ross, mm-hmm. who was able to do that. So I don't know. Like this is a guy that like he's gonna drive you crazy if you're, if you're playing in a redraft this year. But I think on a per start basis, he's probably around a top fifty, maybe like a top sixty guy. Okay. So I mean, like who who would you rather have, uh, Alex Reyes or or Eduardo Rodriguez? Uh, probably Erod. Yeah, me too. It's not really that close, to be yeah. honest. But um. But, you know, so I think people, someone's going to go crazy for him. Um, let some of them, let someone spend all their fab to get him or whatever. I think, you know, someone, something to be aware of, I guess. So, all right. So uh, actually, you know, what's funny is that Nick Pavetta, he's like in the top 10 of soft hit rate amongst starting mm-hmm. pitchers. I think there's another, uh, Phillies pitcher that's also in the top 10 in, in soft hit rate. But like, what is this? How's Nick Pavetta doing this? Part of it is smoke and mirrors, I think. I don't think Nick Vitas is good, 
But he does throw the ball reasonably hard. He's getting some swings and misses, and I mean his hard to hit rate is, is is good. I don't think it's I don't I don't think it's sustainable though. Um, I'm a little nervous. I think he's more of a streamer than a guy you own. But I, I'm intrigued. What do you think? He's been a I mean, he, like, even his FIP and XFIP are, are all pretty much the same as his ERA. Like yeah. look, so that like the. Uh, the advanced metrics say that he's been really good, you know? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think this, uh, I don't think the strikeout rate is sustainable, but I think if he's not walking dudes, I love guys who miss bath and don't walk dudes. Those are my, like my guys. Like I always draft those guys. I didn't think this was going to happen that his walk rate would get cut in half essentially. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, you know, when I, when I did my projections, I thought he would be like a four ERA guy with like a one, three whip. I think it's probably now, I think he's like a three seven guy with like a one two whip. So I think this is actually pretty. Now, if you, I'm not buying him at, at his current rate stats, but I think he's pretty good. I mean, I, I'd rather have him over. Uh, would you rather have, have, uh, Nick Pavetta or uh, Mike Clevenger? Mike Clevenger. Okay. Uh, Mike Fulton or Nick Pavetta? Pavetta. Ooh. Okay. I'm not a Fulty guy. You, you, know, right. you know that. Okay, all right. Um, what about well, what about Walker Buehler or Nick or Nick, Nick Pavetta? Walker Buehler. Okay, all right. I'm not buying this just yet. It's it is a really small sample. I, I want the league to get around a little bit to him once. Okay, because right. he just got obliterated last year, and this year he comes mm-hmm. back around. I think the league has one more adjustment to make before. I, I think he's going to be a number three starter, okay. which is good, but I don't think he's going to be this. Okay, so what about all right, Nick, Nick Pavetta or uh, Julio Teron? Pavetta. Right. Yeah, I think just Teron Teron trash can. Trash can, huh? Yep, he's he's a CJ Crone who's doing really well. Hey, by the way, I haven't brought him up. By the way, yeah, he, he knows gave me shit really well. about CJ Crone. I, I did, I did, and I'm I did. I gave him a ton of shit. Yeah, about every CJ time Crone. he hits a home run, I just like look. I told you. Yep. I God love damn him. I love having what? a podcast because people like, there's audio evidence of your uh, tomfoolery. <laughs> I've been right before occasionally, mm-hmm. but you poo pooed it. I remember in our first base preview, I wanted to talk about CJ Crone as like a buy low in deep mixed leagues, and you were like talking complete shit about CJ Crone that he's like worthless is what you said mm-hmm. essentially. And wait, now he's like a top, the what top fifteen ish, maybe top, at least top twenty first baseman. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I know, I know. I'm just an asshole. <laughs> he keeps hitting too. Yeah, it's obnoxious. It's obnoxious. He's got to stop. <laughs> okay, so actually, so we're actually uh, we're actually uh, we're going to talk about Jordan Lyles. But who would you rather have, Nick Pavetta or Jordan Lyles? Pavetta. Okay, but is it close to you? I think it's pretty close, actually. Really, you think Jordan Lyles has finally broken out? Well, I don't think he's going to be like all of a sudden like a, a really you know like a, like a top thirty guy. I think he's I think he's like a top fifty guy. I think that's pretty good in today's uh, game. So Jordan Lyles, actually, up until his last start, he was doing really well statistically. Um, so what do you, I mean, what do you think? About, like, he was like the, um, when the, uh, when the new ownership came in or the new GM came in for, um, the Astros, Jordan Lyles was like the, like the best a, prospect on that team. He was, a, he was, he was a top prospect. So what do you, th- right, so. What do you think about Jordan Lyles? He's been doing really good. It's, only, it's been three starts, but it's been pretty good. So what do you think about him? 
I don't like him. I'm <laughs> no, I think this is San Diego bullshit. I, I think he's a mid four ZRA guy, which I guess is okay. I think he's more of Clayton Richard than anything else. I'm not a big, I don't think he's the strikeouts are legit. I think some of those home, I think some more home runs should leave the park and the BABIP is BS. Mm-hmm. Um, am I missing something? Well, I mean, like he's throwing harder though. But the swinging strike rate is good. It's not great. Mm-hmm. It, it it's okay. It's acceptable. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I think I just don't buy. It. Well, the thing is, that it depends what you're buying, right? If you think if you're if you're selling on a top fifty or top sixty guy, then okay, that's fine. I can I can see that. But like, I'm buying him as a top, you know, between sixty and fifty, like a fifty five starter. Yeah, right. I, yeah, but I I I, th- I don't think he's he's going to cost more than that. I think someone thinks, holy shit, this is Jordan Lyles, the top prospect, oh, is breaking out. So in that league, right, um, where I got Matt Carpenter for four hundred bucks, I yeah. paid one dollar for him in Fab. No one wanted him. There you go. Yeah, I, I think he's got a job, which is and, and until he gets his ass kicked, which could very well happen. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I, I think he's gonna keep pitching. Well, when he, when he came up as a prospect with the uh, with the uh, Astros. Astros, right? He was like he was never like uh, you know a top prospect, but he was always. He's always supposed to be like a number three starter, maybe a fringe, like a fringe three, like a solid number four starter. And I think we're seeing that now. I think he's actually turning into that. He's he's throwing harder. He plays in a good, you know, in a good ballpark in a good division. And he's not walking guys. I mean, obviously it's three mm-hmm. starts, right? But uh, he's not walking guys. He actually pitched this deep into the game. Like he pitched really deep into his second game. But, uh, I think he's actually a pretty solid guy. And, uh, so yeah, I, I don't know. I'm buying. So he's on my roster. I started him this week against the Dodgers this weekend. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing him pitch. And I'm going to watch it with uh, a beard in my hand. There you go. No, I, I'm buying to a degree. I'm not buying to quite what you think, but I do think he is now a low four zero pitcher. Daniel Mingdon or Jordan Lyles? In fantasy or just yeah, a pitcher? Fantasy, fantasy. Mingdon. How close is it think- though? It's close, but I think Magnum is going to be a whip monster. I think he's going to have a really good whip. The problem with him is that he's going to be very home run prone. So on the road, you know, he's a much harder he's a much harder throwing uh, Tommy Malone. Uh, I think he's better. Who? Magnum. Well, of course. I mean, Tommy Malone, like Tommy Malone, like had extreme like home away splits, right? So I yeah. think Magnum kind of falls in that. See, that I, I can see Magnum's like whip. Being below one one five, I could see that, but I could see him generally. Like, I could, well, he's going to be very Babbitt dependent, right? Of all the pitchers that we've but, talked about, yeah. he's very Babbitt because he. But if if we're going to play like the soft contact game, I think his contact is going to be better than most. Well, the problem with him is that like he has a you know his fastball can go to like ninety five, ninety six, right? Um, but the thing is that like his curveball and changeup are very um, they're like below average pitches, right? So he has to be very very um, pinpoint with with his control or command. To get outs, and mm-hmm. if not, like he, you know, if not, like he allows a lot of contact, and then therefore he's going to be very, very BABIP dependent. So that's the problem or the issue with him. So I think uh, he's definitely a number four starter for sure. So I think he's, I think he's good in that respect. But uh, yeah, so because I think on the ESPN player, he's like a top forty pitcher right now. Mm-hmm. So, which is kind of funny. Um, all right, so uh, who would you rather have, Jordan, Jordan Lyles, or? Cole Hamels. Because you hate Cole Hamels, right? Lyles. Okay. I, I'm, uh, he, he looks really bad. I know. <laughs> he, 
He, uh, the, the, Cole, uh, the Cole Hamels, he needed his fastball to get the changeup to work, which was an excellent changeup, mm-hmm. and the fastball's going away. Well, you know what? It worked. For, I mean, it took a year or two for CC Sabathia to figure it out with the, the lower velocity, but now he's turned into a, like a pretty solid number four starter now. You're, no, but the cutter is the difference. So mm-hmm. the changeup plays off the fastball, and the cutter just comes in slower, which mm-hmm. is normal and is expected. But that means you just threw away your best pitch. Yeah. Okay. But I think we're we're somewhat sharing a brain on Jordan Lyles. I think he's worth. He's, he's definitely streamable. We'll put that even in shallow formats. He's definitely stream, streamable. All right. So oh, I wanted to talk about um, actually Sonny Gray. So uh, ever since he got switched to that personal, uh, once he ever got uh, he got he got uh, Romine to be his personal catcher, he's been actually pretty solid. I think it's been two starts where he's been pretty good. I believe. I could be wrong, but what do you think about Sonny Gray now? Has anything I, changed for you? Not really. I mean, he had that eight inning game that looked really really good, but other than that, I, I don't think the start against the A's that, that was pretty that was pretty trash. I mean, mm-hmm. he had one good start against the Royals, and the Royals aren't that great anyway. I well, would sell high if someone thinks Sonny Gray's back. Well, he did good against okay. In his last four starts, um, two earned runs in six innings, two earned runs in six innings, then five earned runs and five against the A's, and then you know eight innings of one earned. So he's been pretty solid, other than one bad outing. So he's still not going to get the strikeouts you want. Mm-hmm. I I don't think he's ownable in mixed leagues. Ooh, at all? Yeah, no. Ten team mix, cut him. Okay. I, I, yeah, I, absolutely. I, I mean, it, you can stream him against teams like the Royals, but mm-hmm. I don't think you have to own him in, in mixed leagues at all. So, so Sonny Gray or or, uh, or uh, Jordan Lyles? Sonny Gray. Oh, okay. Well, okay. <laughs> so so you just said that, Chris, why you just said that Jordan Lyles should be owned or streamed in 10-team mixed leagues. Am I wrong about that? Yeah, he could. Oh, absolutely, Jordan Lyles. Anybody could be streamed in 10-team mixed leagues, though. But, okay, but, but like, Okay, so if you're playing in ESPN leagues, is who would you rather have a roster spot for? Suppose you have a a, a hitting lineup that's with no injuries at all, and you can stream three pitchers right on your bench. Who would you rather have the stream on your bench from week to week, uh, Sonny Gray or Jordan Lyles? Probably, probably Jordan Lyles. If Sonny Gray would pitch in Kansas City, for example, would you would that change it for you? I mean, well, not the, really. Okay. Not really. That, that would make it worse, actually, probably. Because of the wins? Yeah. Okay. And the bullpen. Yeah, it matters. Yeah. I think it's Jordan Lyles, and it's not close for me. Okay. So, but uh, something, I don't know. I think he's looked okay, but I, this is a, a picture that, like, if you, he like, he's kind of like Daniel Mingdon, if you think about it. Like, he has to be, like, his velocity is about the same, a little bit less than Mingdon's, but, like, if he doesn't have good control or command, he is very, very hittable. He's in the mm-hmm. same boat as Daniel Mingdon, so I think he's just he's just a glorified Daniel Mingdon, at least mm-hmm. for me. So um, I'm not really buying him too much, but I think if you're in a deeper format, he's streamable, but he's no longer a must-start. I think he's more of a streamable option on the road. Um, so, all right. So lastly, uh, I want to talk about uh, Luis uh, Gohara of the uh, Braves. He did really well last year. And a short stint with the, uh, with the Braves last year in the majors. Then he had an injury to his, I think he had like a knee injury. Mm-hmm. And he is, uh, back now. He had a run really good start, um, the other day. So what do you think about Luis Gohart? Like, what are you doing with him? I, I like the future. I, I don't, has he started yet? I don't think he started quite mm-hmm. yet. 
When did he, he start? He got one. Well, he had he had like two or three minor league spots. Oh, he, not not this. No, in the not in the majors this year yet though. He's, he's, he's the bullpen for the Braves right now. Oh yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, he's had uh, three bullpen, but he's going to start. I think he's starting on Wednesday. Okay. So I think it's possible he could be starting. I mean, I think last I read is that his mom had a issue, so he has to go back home. Yeah, after so the he's, start. he's gone. Yeah. But uh, I think he has an opportunity to be in the in the uh, in the starting rotation for the yeah. Braves. So I, uh, yeah, I, I like him to a degree, but he's a two pitch pitcher right now. And I think that's only going to take him so far, even if his fastball and his slider are electric, which I think they might be. Mm-hmm. That's only going to take him so far. And he's fat. he's also like a fat shit, which I don't, might might not matter. But <laughs> um, I, I'm I'm not I, I don't know if I want him this year. OK, what do you think? Well, I mean, so, I mean, like, you only had five starts last year, right? So anything, anything can happen in five starts last year. But the, the rate stats looked really good. Um, I think the thing that worries me the most about Gohara is the walk rate. He is, like I said, like, uh, especially against righties, because I don't think his secondary pitch is good enough to consistently get batters out, you know, three times through an order. But I think that uh, this is a guy that I, I think he's streamable, but that's about it. I'm not, he's not a must start. I think um, no. everyone loves the velocity because he can reach up to like 97, I think, with the fastball. Yeah, but. from the left side. So everyone loves the, you know, you know, fastball velocity is, is the TNA of uh, baseball. But mm-hmm. um, I think he's good. I think he's something worth watching out for. I think this could be a pitcher that is, you know, Luis Castillo 2019 in terms of, in terms of draft value where people are like he does really well in, in a small burst and then people love him and overrate him next year. But uh, if he's available in your league, I think he's definitely rosterable, even in a 10 team. Um, if he's starting a game like the, you know, he's playing like in, in the, he's pitching in the NL East, a really bad division. So I think he's definitely rosterable, even in a shallow format. Cause I think the per start, he's really good. Okay. Uh, I, that thing is, I, I don't know if I buy the skills quite yet. I, I want to see it first, but at the mm-hmm. same time, if I see it first, someone else is already going to grab him. So yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to go hard guy this year. Yeah. I think this is a guy where like, um, I don't know. Like, in, in an age where strikeouts are even more and more prevalent, you need to get guys like him that can strike out, you know, eight guys in five innings, right? And he can yeah. definitely, he can definitely do that. Like these, um, like, you know, Sean Newcomb, well, not, maybe not Sean Newcomb, but like these lower strikeout guys, like this is a guy that, that gives you those strikeouts. And on a per start basis, I think he's pretty good. Um, but he's, he's going to be very, very, um, he's still very raw, I think, but he's very, very, um, variable from, from start to start. But if you need strikeouts, this is a guy that I would be buying. Yeah. So, all right. Um, is there anyone you wanted to talk about? Oh, actually, I wanted to, well, lastly, I want to talk about Kenley Jansen for a moment. So obviously he, um, he's had, you know, he started the year pretty bad and in his last like 10 or 12 outings, he's been pretty good in terms of ERA. Mm-hmm. But he's still not missing as many bats as he did the last four years. Like his strikeout rate, even during the the good, you know, the good portions of the year, mm-hmm. he's only striking out guys like a twenty three percent clip, and last year was like around forty percent. So this is a guy that um, I thought he was clearly the best closer. Right, he was like in a tier all by himself, maybe with Kimbrel, and that was about it. Mm-hmm. But I think now he's just like a top, you know, ten guy. Five he's, guy. he's like he's between like five and ten. Which I okay. think, you know, like he's he's on a good team, but I just don't think like the guy that we saw well, is he is he on a good team? They've done really well. Like in the last uh, two, the yeah, in the last two weeks, they they're only like four games out of first place now. 
They've been doing really what? well. No way. Get yeah. out of here. I read the I Joe Sheehan you. newsletter. You said they're, like, they're only like five games out, I think. Yeah, they're five and a half games. They're yeah. 20 and 27, though. But like, And they're four and six in their last ten. Two weeks ago, they were like ten games out, right? So... Okay, that might be that. It might be a the, the D-backs are one and nine their last ten. So that be part. I, I don't think it's the Dodgers catching up; it's the D-backs falling apart. You know, very quietly, the Rockies are in first place. Uh, you know, they have talent on that team. That's unquestionable. They have some talent on that team, and if no one else beats them, they're going to win like eighty six, eighty seven games and sneak their asses into the playoffs. You know, the Brewers have the most wins in the National League right now. The Brewers, are, hey, no, the Brewers can play, man, and they're getting Jimmy Nelson back soon. Potentially, potentially, we don't really know. I mean, all the all the you know medical stuff or whatever has said that he's positively on the right track, but you never know. It's a shoulder, right? Yeah, I, I'm by. I, I think he's. I think he's going to come back. I think he's going to be. Oh, oh, we'll be shut down for the next ten days. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, he's doing just fine. Yeah, but it's kind of crazy to see that the. Um, um, you know the A's are over five hundred. Holy fucking shit! Yeah, they're three games over, man. You know, like they, the AL West, rock the AL East. Yeah, the AL West is like, like other than the Rangers, right? They're that's the best and, division in baseball. Uh, and the East is, I mean, the, the East is so top heavy. Uh, the Mets aren't very good, though. I don't. No, the AL East. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. You have two teams, and then the rest is all shit. Well, the, those are the two best teams in baseball, though. Potential. I don't know. I think I'd rather have. The Indians still. Well, actually, no. I mean, I, I actually, least, give me the. I still want the Astros because you have Garrett Cole and Verlander going one yep. two. I'll take that. The, I'm saying those are the two best records, and but not. Uh, I'm not saying like like those those are the two best records in baseball. Uh, okay, well, uh, but and I think the Mariners are going to start to fall apart here because D Gordon's out now too. Oh really? Yeah, he got broke his toe. Holy fuck! How'd that happen? I have no idea. Fuck, man. Was it on defense or on offense? Do you know? I, I I don't know. All I saw was a thing was saying, oh, D. Gordon's broke his fucking toe. Holy fucking shit, dude. Fuck, man. Yeah. I feel bad for the uh, the GM for uh, the Mariners. He can't oh, catch no. a break. You get it? You get it? Because yeah, uh, well, one of them just did steroids and it, it broke his hand too, but whatever. No, no, no. Um, he can't catch a break. Because he broke his toe. But so did Cano. It's Didn't a joke. Cano, no, it's a joke. Cano broke, Cano broke something too. It's a, it's a play on words. You no, know, uh, I, I get it. I'm just not laughing. Uh, okay. I'm, I'm not laughing because it's not funny. It's funny. Uh, no, it's not funny. I, I, th- that's why I'm not laughing. Oh, um, my God. <laughs> and that's why I just bulldozed your... Uh, okay, fine. But shit, yeah, he did. He's out for a long time. Well, actually, okay. he's expected to miss more than 10 days. Holy shit. Man, if you have I mean, D. Gordon, you lost steals. That's it. I guess he, he's 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 a machine though. He's really good, but you know that's when you put your, all your eggs in the Billy Hamilton basket. That's what happens. Yeah, fuck. Yeah, that sucks. Like, if, uh, fuck, man, that sucks. If you if you own D Gordon, because you expected him to get like you know half of your steals, maybe more, and now you won't get that now for like two months, maybe more. Yeah, oh, for shit. two months. Well, it's a broken toe. You can't really do very much. You can't like stay active, right? So you have to like. Sit on it for a few weeks at least, right? How long is this dude out for? No way is he out for that long. Well, I mean, like, you can't stay in shape, right? Because you're, like, you have a broken foot. You can't, like, practice at all. You have to just sit around yes. and just be on the yeah, bike. Yeah, you might be right. So maybe it's a month, all right? But still, you have to go a month. That's, like, like 25 slow bases you're going to lose. Holy shit. Oh, and he further, oh, okay. He What happened was he fouled the ball off it. And then he went out to play defense, <laughs> and he made a diving attempt, and I guess he made it a lot worse. Oh, shit. That sucks. Well, 
And also, Chris Davis is out with a groin for some reason. He DHs, but he hurt himself. Oh, I saw that. No, no, I saw that swing. He he tweaked himself on a swing, and then he took another swing, and then <laughs> he had a ground ball that was like a double play ball, and he just didn't run. Oh, okay. Well, to be honest, he wouldn't run anyway, even when he was healthy. Yeah, that's true. That's Chris Davis. <laughs> yeah. All right. Um, all right. So is there anyone you want to talk about? Um, is Gene Segura just like an animal now? Is he like a top like 50 player? Not anymore because he wants to go runs. Like you have to rely on Cruz and Mitch Haniger to drive him in. I think that's fine. Mm, I'm not a Haniger guy though. So, but and he still has Kyle Seager. Seager. Well, you hate Seager though. I don't hate Kyle Seager. We I think he's a solid this? major league third baseman. No, 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 I don't no, no, think no. he's you, like. I don't think he's a stud, but I think he's a solid third baseman. I think you. Uh, we asked you during the uh, the third base I preview. Think, I think he, Matt Chapman's better. Well, you think Matt Chapman's better than like Eric Chavez? Okay. Yeah. Well, Am I, I wrong? Be, I think he might be in, in like a couple years. All right. But anyway, yeah, I love Gene Segura. Like I own him in um uh in both leagues. No, no, no. I wanted Gene Segura, but he was taken from me. Like, wait, he was overdrafted, overdrafted. But like, uh, I love Segura. I, I was higher on Segura than most people. So no, I love him. Is he a top? He's drafted around the 80th pick. Is he top 50? Well, the thing is that, like, he provides steals in a, in a very, you know, no one steals bases anymore, especially now with D. Gordon gone. Like, uh, yeah, I think, uh, he's definitely, well, if he's not 50, he's, t- he's very, very close to that. You okay. know, batting average, runs scored, steals. I'll take that. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. He's the number one rated shortstop right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I love him very much. But, um, all right. I love him very much too. Yeah. All right. Well, anyway. I guess we're done. Yeah, we'll peter out. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, thank you, everyone, for listening, lowering your standards and joining us tonight or today. Exactly. Or, I hope or, you didn't ruin your afternoon. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, all right. So, all right, Paul, say goodbye to the internet. Goodbye, everybody. Garrett Richards, may you go to hell as you have given up five earned in the first inning. You love Garrett Richards. I do. And I just keep, get, he just keeps making me look like such an asshole. God damn you, mm-hmm. Garrett.